0: It's not long till midnight. It's four hours. We, we, we're good. Uh, Daniel chapter 6, famous chapter in the Word of God. Pastor Alvis, that helped us so much. I'm glad he is this involved. Is it a sacrifice, Pastor Alvis, to be that involved? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're working as hard as you've ever worked in your entire life. And he's making a difference. God is using him. In fact, when you became the board chairman of that electoral board, you said, um, you know, most times when I start meetings, I start them in prayer. And the two other members of the board said, well, that's good. Why don't you start us in prayer? And you did. Praise God. Every meeting starting with prayer. Amen to that. Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Thank you for being here, by the way, tonight. Thank you. Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes. Why? Because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Here's a young man named Daniel. He is a, a man who's been ripped out of his country. You see, Israel had been taken captive by a terrorist nation. In fact, uh, Israel had gotten in trouble with God. And in the Bible, you'll find that God judges countries four ways. Sometimes He judges countries by war. Sometimes it's natural disasters sometimes it's pestilence and disease and sometimes number four it's baseless leaders brother fox you think god's going to judge america you think that judgment of god will ever come to america it's already here now god is withholding a lot of his wrath right this moment and i'm glad about that aren't you I'll tell you what, Chad a little while ago talked about his dad uh, uh, having wear out rather than time out. My dad came from that old school too. My dad's 88 years old. I wouldn't want my dad angry with me tonight. How much worse would it be to have God angry with you? And the Bible said that God is angry with the wicked every day. And the wrath of God is upon America right this moment. Look at that last one, baseless leaders. We got some of the basest leaders I've ever seen in my life. This with California is ridiculous. We were just in Portland, Oregon. In Portland, Oregon, the big thing in the the Senate in Portland, Oregon, me and Brother Chad went out there. We had a God and country rally during the day at nighttime, had an evangelistic service, and we saw people saved in Portland, Oregon. The gospel works everywhere. Amen to that. But in Portland, Oregon, the Senate is trying, the Oregon Senate is trying to ram through in Oregon that girls 15, 14, and younger could have abortions without parental consent. Now, how ridiculous is that? The Bible teaches parental authority. Amen to that. We're in trouble with God. And here's a young man named Daniel that his country has been judged by Almighty God. They've been taken by a terrorist country. So he's now, in Daniel chapter 6, he is now in a pagan country with a corrupt government. And he's now, he's a brilliant young man. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they're all brilliant young men. And they began to rise in positions. And now he's in the government That's astounding. He's in a very dirty government. Do you know? Do you know it's possible to live clean in a dirty world? Amen. But only with the hand of God. And only with your eyes fixed on Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I've got three little points to give you tonight. Number one, Daniel's testimony. Man, in this passage, you find in Daniel chapter 6 that Daniel has a testimony for God. All of them knew this man loves God. Oh, he's a man of prayer, he doesn't just talk about praying. He actually stops everything he's doing three times a day, and everybody knows it. This man prays. This man is a believer. I mean, he's sold out to God. He's got quite a testimony. In this passage, you'll find that the conspirators... That came against him. There were some evil men who rose up in the government against Daniel. Envious, jealous, wicked, depraved men in the government went after Daniel. And they looked. And in verse 4, they're looking. Oh, we're going to find some skeletons in this politician's uh, closet. Surely there's some things where Daniel cheated. Surely there's some things where he has impropriety. And you know what they found? They couldn't find any fault. No fault. I mean, this man, he's doing his assignments. He's doing them well. And they find out... That he is a faithful man. That's astounding. How many politicians do you know of that you can't say, Say I can't find any faults with this man? No, we can find some faults with even the best of the politicians. But these evil, wicked men tried to find some indiscretions. They tried to find where he had manipulated the truth. Or There's got to be something. They couldn't find anything. This man had a real testimony for God. Finally, they said the only weapon, if you're listening, say amen. Are you all with me? They said the only weapon we can find on this man is he loves God. And so we're going to make a statutory law. And they, they convinced the king to go along with it. And all these presidents and all these governors and all these princes, they made a statutory law. What was the law? That nobody could ask a petition of anyone except King Darius. Statutory law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. These wicked men, they passed a statutory law law no more praying daniel all this praying and asking god petitions you can't do that anymore it's against the law do you know hey at one time it was against the law to own a bible in scotland did you know that do you know that in canada right this moment in canada right this moment if a preacher has the temerity if he's got the courage to stand up and preach all of the bible including preaching against the unmentionable lifestyle that's one we'll call it tonight if the preacher has the courage to preach all of the bible including the sin that unmentionable sin the sin that's so gross I'm not going to mention it by name tonight It's not a special sin. It is a wicked sin. All sin is wicked. And sin separates man from God. You mean in Canada it's against the law to preach against that sin? It's against the law. Have any preachers gone to jail in Canada because they preached it? Yes. One of them in there six weeks ago, they went and said, "Uh, Preacher, if you'll promise us that you won't preach on that sin anymore, we'll let you out. And that preacher said, I will not make you that promise. Man, here's Daniel. He's got quite a testimony. That's the first T. The second T is the test and the trouble that came his way. Oh, yeah, we're going to get tested. If you have have a big testimony for God at, at your job site, Pastor, probably in your congregation, you've got some men that when they go to work, they're perhaps the only real Christian at that job. And if he stands up too tall for God, they're going to test him. I got tested. I was 17 years old and I got a job here in Virginia. And on the first day I told him, I said, I'm a member of Grace Baptist Church. I go to Sunday school. I, 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 I serve at my church. I thought I'd better go public on day one. I was age 17. I was going to school in the morning and early afternoon, then went to the job. 17 guys working there. 16 of them probably were ex-felons. That's the kind of guys I was working with. And on day one, on day one, they gave me a they gave me a nickname. On day one, we had a big job that came through, and we worked hard. And they told us if we got all this. Um, this much work done by such and such time, we'd all get a bonus. We worked hard and we made the bonus. Yeah. I showed up on a Friday about 2 or 2.30 in the afternoon. I showed up and we'd gotten the job done. And that boss man came in there and he's got 17 envelopes, got my name on one of those things, got me a bonus check, man. He's showing his. he said, we got it all done, guys. He said, in fact, not only do I have a bonus check for you, we're going to have a party. Bring all that stuff out. What they bring out? Alcoholic beverage. Loads of it. I'm standing there saying, dear God, what am I going to do? There's 75 passages in the Word of God that condemns alcoholic beverage. I'm standing there saying, dear God, what am I going to do? And the boss man said this, hey, preacher boy. That was my nickname. Hey, preacher boy, we didn't forget about you. Hey, get Preacher Boy's six-pack. Bring it out. Come on. Preacher Boy, we got a six-pack just for you. I thought, my soul, dear God. And they brought me out a six-pack of Coca-Cola. Not Diet Coke, man. High test. You know what I'm saying? They gave it to him. I said, whoa, thank you. He gave me my check. I said, boss, man, I think it's time for me to clock out. He said, yeah, Preacher Boy, it's probably time for you to leave. Yeah, they mocked me some. Through the years, some of those guys, a couple of them, have called on old preacher boy. Preacher boy, would you pray with me? I'm in trouble, preacher boy. Byron, brother Fox, would you pray with me? Some of our men probably get mocked a bit at, at their job site. Men, keep your testimony for God. You're going to get tested. In this passage, it's a test of the loyalty that Daniel's going to have for God. There is a premium on loyalty. God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Daniel, you're being tested in your area of dedication. So... He gets in trouble. Does he go in there to the den of lions? Because here was the penalty. Daniel, if you you keep this praying going, you see those lions over there? We got a whole den of them. They'll kill you, boy. Daniel, you just really sure you want to stick with God? Man, he's really being tested, isn't he? Okay, think about it. How do each of you want to die? You, let's say uh, somebody shoot you. No, I'm not into that. Drowned. No, I don't want that one either. Burn up in a fire. No. Strangled. No. Eaten by a lion. Uh, no. How do you want to go, Brother Fox? As easy as possible. <laughs> Here's Daniel. I'm telling you. He's really being tested. Hey, 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 trouble is part of the journey. Have you noticed? It's part of the journey. We're all going to be tested. This man loved God so much, he was willing to put his life on the line. So he gets put in there with the den of lions. What happens? <laughs> The Bible says the Lord knoweth how to deliver. He does. You know what happens? We get to the final T tonight. Triumph. Woo! There's a testimony. Then there was a great big test, and we get to the last point. A triumph. What happens is an absolute miracle that we're still talking about tonight. Yeah, they put Daniel in there, and God sends his angels. And he closes the lion's mouth. The, the, the king can't sleep. He comes back and says, Daniel, are you okay? Daniel says, oh, king, live forever. God sent his angel down here and he, he shut the lion's mouths. Yeah. Isn't that astounding? It's astounding. We're still talking tonight how God delivered his man. Whatever trouble comes your way, keep your eyes on the Lord. But let's go back to the very beginning of this sermon. Hey, Daniel had a testimony. Um, what kind of testimony do we have? Does our family know that we love God? Do our neighbors know we love God? Do our co-workers Do our friends know? Back when I was a kid in the youth group, I got saved. I began walking to church. And that church took me in. Everybody stand, please. Look this way. I got over there to the church. We had some some youth leaders. We had Jimmy Powell and Bill Flowers. Both these guys worked as machinists. And they'd say to our youth group, are you sold out to God? They said that so many times. I went soul winning with Jimmy. Jimmy taught me how to win souls. These men invested in our youth group. But their big challenge was, are we sold out to God? So here at Crossroads tonight, our church members, and our friends who are here. How sold out are we to God? What kind of testimony do we have? Would you bow your heads for a moment? Right where you stand, I told you that Daniel was a believer. The Bible says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible says in John 3, 16, In these 25 beautiful words, it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. 52 years ago, on a Thursday night here in Virginia, there's a little boy named Byron who had never been to church. But the church brought me, and the gospel of Jesus Christ was preached. And that night, though, I did not really know how to pray. I'm going to let you hear the prayer of a little eight-year-old boy. I prayed something like this. God, I know I'm wrong, and I know you're right. God, Would you save me? I'm going to tell you something. He did. I put all my faith in Jesus Christ that night. Brother Fox, are you going to heaven? Yes. Well, Brother Fox, why are you going to heaven? Because as an eight-year-old boy, the best an eight-year-old boy knew how to do, he called on Jesus to save him. And he put his faith in Jesus. It's Jesus that saves, not Crossroads Baptist, not a pastor. It's not baptism that saves. It's not works that saves. It's Jesus that saves. Are you a believer? If you are a Christian, how's your testimony? I hope it's strong and exemplary. Right now, why don't you talk to the Lord a moment and commit your life to the Lord. You're not saved call on the Lord to save you right now you can't pray it wrong when you want to get saved tell him you know you're a sinner and ask him to cleanse you from your sin and to rescue you to save you he can and he will if you call on him you can write a song about Jesus not go to heaven you can write a book about Jesus not go to heaven I'm going to tell you something. You can't call on him and not get saved because the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, Lord, thank you. It's been an amazing night. Thank you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Ushers, as fast as you can, would you give those uh, connection cards out? Our ushers, they get to almost run. Oh, they're already giving them out right now. We've got about 14 or so minutes left in the service. I need one of those connection cards. As soon as you get it, start filling it out. Get a pen. Everybody find a pen because we're going to ask you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We're going to ask all of you to fill one out. I'm going to start filling mine out right now. The date is 9, is it the 5th? 9 yes. 5, 9-5. okay, 9 5, 2023. We're getting our musicians in place, and going to have a flautist here in a moment. Yeah, let's see. I, I'm filling my, I'm filling my card out. Everybody, fill your card out right now, if you would. And uh, I'm putting my, and please write where we can read it. Would you do that? Unless you are a medical doctor, medical doctors can't write. I know that they're brilliant people, but they can't write. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at these age groups. Well, that last group was just 60 plus. How about that? And then how would you hear about the meeting? Do you regularly attend church? Um, Mark down there if yes or no. And if yes, where do you attend church? Write that in. I'm filling mine out right now. I want you to be filling yours out right now. We're going to collect these in just a little bit. And I want you to fill these out. And the most important sections are next. If tonight. If just tonight you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and you're happy about it, I want you to mark that down. If you want some more information about living the Christian life, mark that down. If you're looking for a church home, mark that down. And then if you have a prayer request. August 25th, we had a statewide rally in, in Richmond, Virginia, and we had two medical doctors there. And one of those medical doctors, one of his prayer requests that he wrote on one of his connection cards one time. Medical doctor here in Virginia wrote this down. What's your prayer request, doctor? That there would be no more abortions in Virginia. How about that? Amen to that. So fill that out. How many of you already filled your card out? Let's see. Oh, I thought maybe you'd be first and you got yours. Good. Oh, very good. All right, what's next? Let's see. Is it Pastor Big's turn? Come on, preacher. Thank you, sir.
1: All right, as you're finishing filling out that card tonight, we also want to collect a love offering for the ministry. Uh, we appreciate these gentlemen and folks they are all over the country and that's not a cheap thing to do and so we appreciate their work they spend a lot of time in virginia and we appreciate that so we just want to take up a love offering for them as the lord leads and uh, you can give accordingly and Alyssa is going to play a song she's played before here and i want you to watch the words on the screen as she plays the song for the offering and take to heart uh, what you see on the screen gentlemen you can make your way forward For the offering and just want to really encourage you to to help support these guys as they get out here and try to try to spread the word let's pray lord thank you for the day for your blessings to us lord we thank you for the opportunity we have to have uh, faith wins and god and country here with us tonight lord and we we just we appreciate these men and their ministry here and around the nation lord we just pray that you would just bless In the days ahead, Lord, provide for their needs as they travel. Keep them safe as they work their way around the country, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: amen thank you sister what a prayer lord turn the tide i'll be in the foyer again please pick up one of the faith wins brochures there more information about getting involved pick up a packet of the voter registration business cards again we've got those in stacks of 10. if you know 50 people that uh, need to be registered take 50. be glad for you to do that and again, pick up the postcard about the gender controversy uh, articles as well. Thank you, Pastor Alvis. Let's all stand. And Pastor Biggs, if you'd make your way back, please. I want to make sure everybody shakes his hand tonight and and thanks him um, for his leadership. And stay right there. I forgot something. Here. Now, now, everywhere I go, I am bringing my coloring book. How about that? Last time I was here with you, I talked with you about this coloring book. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to reach one million children with the truth that God created the heavens and the earth. I am tired of the Virginia children being taught evolution. I am tired of that. In fact, I am sick of it. It's the most unscientific thing I can think of that, that uh, this world evolved from primordial ooze. Are you silly? second law of thermodynamics, everything's falling apart. Have you not studied science? And so real cosmogony, the study on how things came to be, real cosmogony is only found in this book right here. We wouldn't know how this world came to be without God. And so I've I've got 270 of these books back there. They're any size donation. Now you can give $300 a piece for me if you want to. We would not turn that away. (laughs) I'm on a one and a quarter million dollar project to get one million of these out across the country. Since March, we've gotten out 58,000. I got them in five public schools in Virginia in the last two weeks, and I just donated them to them and so forth. So, if you'll buy a few of these back there, Miss Elizabeth, you're going to help me back there. Do not write a check to Elizabeth, okay? Right, it's a Byron Fox Evangelistic Association. We're going to close in a word of prayer. Miss Elizabeth, I'll let you slip on out. By the way, Alyssa, great job on that. That, was, that. that flute solo was fantastic. And that song, Turn the Tide, is exactly what we need. Thank you. That was beautifully done. Well, let's close in prayer. Y'all glad y'all's here tonight? Yeah, the service went long, but it was good. Amen to that. we planned it to go to 830. We're actually getting out four minutes early. Let's have prayers. we close. Get some of these uh, books back there. Elizabeth will, uh, Elizabeth will help you. Any size donation. Lord, oh, more than anything, more than anything I can think of, what I hope with all of my heart is that you were pleased tonight. Oh, I hope you was pleased. If Crossroads Baptist and our people could just please you, oh, Lord, that'd be worth everything. I hope Jesus was exalted enough tonight. I want to extol and glorify you, Lord. Without you, we can do nothing. Thank you for saving me. And thank you for this beloved congregation, this wonderful pastor. Thank you. And our friends who've come, thank you, Lord. Oh, may we go out and let our little light shine. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You are dismissed. Get some of them coloring books. Yeah, and all you up in the balcony, thank you for being here tonight.